Hi, everyone, and welcome to Meet Me Downstairs. I'm your host and fellow mom, Britt, and I'm very excited to be sharing this stage with you. We are going to get real and honest about the different dimensions of postpartum life. We are going to be joined by a mixture of moms and experts in the field to discuss things like getting back into the actual act of sex with your partner, reawakening the joy of intimacy within yourself, the identity shift of motherhood, different ebbs and flows of relationships, and everything else in between. This podcast is dedicated to moms and our core purpose is to make sure that we are always honoring the woman within the mother. This forum is a place for us just to get together and discuss topics that may not be so easy to do in everyday life. So without further ado, let's get to it and I'll meet you downstairs. Oh my goodness. The first ever episode of Mimi Downstairs is launching right now, and I am so excited. This episode is discussing a topic that quite literally inspired this entire podcast and forum. We are getting into sex and intimacy. Um, For me, this topic is really special and important because it's an area that I struggled with postpartum. And if I'm being super honest, it's an area that I've um, not had the best connection with throughout my life. And that's really what this entire podcast is about, just unveiling things and creating a space that feels comforting and safe to discuss some of the more taboo things. So I'm joined by an incredible woman whose entire job is about creating empowerment within women when it comes to sex. So she's a sex advocate from New Zealand. Her name is Melissa Ranges, and we just talk about how we can cultivate and build that intimate connection within yourself. And not only by doing that are you falling in love with yourself in a new way. You can also cultivate a deeper relationship with your partner if you have one. And if not, girl, you are cultivating a really powerful relationship with yourself. And at the end of the day, that is the most important relationship that there is. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. And if you have any thoughts or concerns or just pieces of feedback, please let me know because I'm new to this journey. And it's a special one. So I want to make sure that it's perfect and that you guys are feeling heard. So without further ado, let's get to it. Melissa, I will let you introduce yourself and um, you can just tell everybody what you do, who you are, what you're all about. Thank you so much, Britt. And I feel so honored to be on this podcast with you discussing such vital things that so many women um, have a lack of knowledge uh, understanding. So I am so excited to be on here with you. And so my name is Melissa Branges and I'm a woman's hormone and sexual wellness advocate. And I hold spaces for women here in New Zealand and teach them about their hormones, uh, their menstrual cycles, and sexual empowerment. Amazing. And I actually found your page through a good friend of mine, um, and she sent it over, and I was just like obsessed immediately (laughs) with everything that you had to offer. (laughs) Amazing. Cool. I was looking at all your posts and... um, you know, your website and just the way that you advocate for women. It's just so needed. So I'm just so happy to have found you and to be able to have these conversations. It's um, it's just wonderful. I think there's a lot of women out there who are going to be super grateful that women like you exist. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm so excited in particular for our chat because today we're really going to be talking about you know, the different changes in your body postpartum and, you know, how that can affect intimacy within yourself, within your partner, and then how we can cultivate that relationship back with your yourself again. You know, mm. I think maybe I'll just I'll give a bit of background on why I started this podcast, because I think it's an indirect reflection for our conversation. Mm. Um But for me, I'm seven months postpartum, almost basically seven months postpartum. And 
throughout pregnancy and and postpartum life, you know, my hormones or my sort of sex drive has been really low. And then not only that, but because I tore during labor um, and perhaps like a weakness in my pelvic floor, it's been also a bit painful. So pairing that with the low drive with whatever hormones are going on with my body, I haven't been able to really connect with my partner in that way. And like slowly it's coming back, but it's taking a lot of of really conscious effort to do so. And then also just like cultivating that in myself, it's missing. And I just tried to do research and figure out, you know, is this just me that feels this way? You know, I spoke to my my OB who was just sort of saying, you know, just keep trying. And I didn't feel like that was enough for me. So I, I continued to do some research and it just seemed like the the field was a bit sparse in giving me honest information and I had to really really dig hard in order to find stuff that felt like relevant to me and it wasn't until then that I was like oh my gosh there's a whole world here that hasn't been discussed and I started talking to other moms and most of them felt the same way that I did and so it was just sort of like this resounding oh my god you felt like that too I thought I was alone and so that really propelled me to start this podcast. And so whilst this podcast is going to be about a a lot of things postpartum and not just sex and intimacy, this was really the catalyst for creating this conversation. So being able to find you and just have somebody there who can even just help me in this time, because I'm not even 100% back to myself and my relationship with my partner is still evolving to like kind of get back to who we were and we may not get back all the way because we have a new person in our like in our duo our duo has become a trio so um you know and these conversations about sex especially in motherhood I think are you know quietly shared and not so much on a platform so um yeah I really just can't wait to get into all of this stuff with you because that intimate relationship that you have with yourself when that's missing it just Mm. you know it it kind of it can affect so many things and I want to really be able to give women a space to explore that part of them Mm, beautiful oh gosh I can't wait (laughs) yeah so I mean maybe we can just like kick off with hormones and um you know, the, the sort of changes that happen with pregnancy, with birth, and, you know, how that can sort of like affect the way that your body feels, your emotions are just like through a lens of intimacy. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, when you're you're pregnant, you are like there's, it is true, there is a thing, pregnancy glow, right? And that's, you're high on estrogen and progesterone and, and these hormones keep you obviously creating your baby but they keep you being able to nourish your system to keep this baby alive so it's doing you know you're getting double the um, nutrition supplements all that kind of stuff uh, through your hormones and yeah I guess after um, you have the baby these hormones aren't going to stay at the level that they're at because you no longer have to grow a baby so what can happen is um, your hormones obviously drop um, but if they drop quite severely that's when you can drop into um, postpartum depression but that takes um, a, a lot of dropping in your hormones for that to happen so hormone balancing after postpartum is actually an amazing way of kind of therapy of getting your body back into into balance because uh, the drop in your hormones is is definitely you've been on this high for nine months creating a baby and for them just to drop your whole system is like what's happening wait where have you gone like I was feeling so good and all of a sudden I've got hardly any of you again so, um, and again, when you're breastfeeding, if you, if you do breastfeed, um, you've got a lot of estrogen going into your body as well, which is, it is good and it's estrogen can be a beautiful hormone. Um, it can also play a part in the imbalance of, of that progesterone level as well. 
So um, what I would recommend to women who have had a baby is starting to look at a bit of hormone balancing um, therapies. So when you're breastfeeding, if you are breastfeeding your baby, um, you are going to have a lot more estrogen in your body. So again, this can cause the imbalance with uh, progesterone. So what I would recommend to women is starting some hormone balancing therapies after you've given birth and things that aren't like, oh great, now I need to go on a regime as well as look after a baby, uh, more or less just keeping it really simple and things like seed cycling are an incredibly powerful way um, and, and I've experienced this firsthand at balancing your hormones through seeds and also the likes of supplements, taking your vitamin C, your magnesium, your B12, zinc, psyllium, like all those hormone nourishing uh, supplements and minerals and also your nutrition as well. So kind of looking through the lens of after you've had a baby, how can I nourish my hormones to be at a level um, that I'm taking care of them rather than I'm not looking after myself. And then I guess as well, just like you know, letting letting women know that it's totally natural that your hormones dip and that this side of you, you know, it takes a little bit to, to come back as well, right? Like, mm. it's not just because I think I think sometimes it can feel a little lonely, you know, like you're not totally sure what's happening with your body. But these sort of side effects that you don't even realize are really side effects like I don't even think I realized in myself what was happening until I continued to sort of like try different things with my partner and then I just realized like wait holy shit I think there's like a hormone imbalance happening in my body as well as all of this other stuff you know so absolutely and I'm I'm no doctor. Just to put that disclaimer out there, I just um, I just love learning about hormones and also understanding the hormone imbalances that women can go through and that we aren't aware of. We just think that we're insane or we've got a problem or dot 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 whatever you know fill in the blank. So I think it's really important just to yeah just say I'm not a doctor, but I I definitely do love um the wisdom of hormone balancing yeah amazing um and then I know we had like a brief chat before we kind of got into this and we were even just talking about the the identity crisis of like your body so you know like your breasts are going from like a sex symbol to now like a life source and so I I remember feeling like this strange thing going on with my boobs even like trying to breastfeed in public it, it felt weird because it was like this thing that was sexual to most people is now not to me and my babies and that was like a whole nother world mm-hmm. you know and it, it's so true when I've held this space for women in these workshops and we went through this exercise of a breast massage and this is something I do every single morning whether it's in the shower with body wash or after the shower with natural oils and I think connecting to this part is in a non-sexual sensual way it's just connecting to that heart space that like in a core of my woman each morning is just like I support you I I'm here for you but after um, having a baby being a new mother even more so because it's this part of not only am I feeding my baby if you can breastfeed but it's like I'm I'm still personally connecting to this part of my body that is nourishing my baby uh, in a different way of of kind of a life source as you say can you can you maybe elaborate a bit on the um the breast massage because I think that that's very cool and I would love to try that as Mm -hmm. well just myself so maybe just um let us know kind of what you mean there and then um 
Yeah, I'm going to give it a go. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Rub the tay-tays. Yeah. (laughs) um, So what I do, and it's a very basic breast massage, you can get into advanced breast breast massaging, but I think um, for the listeners, just to get into it, it's – I love to rub really nice. I actually have a a boob oil that I use um, from a company called Noonie Oil, amazing Australian brand. But I place a little bit of that on my palms and then I rub down on the outside and then use my fingertips up on the inside. And it's kind of the circular motion. So down on the outside, up on the inside. And I kind of do that stroke for about a minute And then it's the opposite. So down on the inside, up on the outside. And you can, if you like, bring the nipples in. You can start to incorporate that. But I can imagine as a new mother, you may want to kind of leave the nipples out if they're feeling a little bit raw. So just, um, yeah, doing that stroke. So, And then after that, you then hold them. And when I hold them, I usually say an affirmation, something empowering or... If I'm starting my day, then I use something to like go forth with my day with my breasts kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and if it feels okay for you, shake them a little bit, just bounce them up and down. And that kind of, I smile to myself when I do that, bring in like a little bit of joy, bit of youthfulness, a little bit of play. I love that. Yeah. That's, I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say as well, I think this relationship of creating, um, you know, intimacy with yourself and your breasts. I think as a new mother as well, bringing your partner into massaging them as well, like it, it is this more intimate rather than like, here, my breasts, it's sexual, like, oh, but now I have a baby, they're not sexual anymore. And, but bringing in a bit of softening into that and uh, like saying, honey, do you want to um, massage my breasts? And okay, there might be a bit of milk squirting out or whatever, but it's it's bringing this team together and like, yeah, these are my new breasts and it feels so good seeing you massage them and it's it doesn't have to mean sex. It's just like nourishment. Because, I mean, really it's just a way for you to connect back to your body in a way that you haven't in a long time. Absolutely. And there's so many great ways of connecting back to this new body of yours and embracing her I think it's yeah and breast massage is just one of my favorite things this is like another just I mean I have so many things on this topic that um, have really just come to me over the last little while and like doing research on creating this podcast and you know what this brand means and what it represents and um, you know I was just also finding that not only are we sort of like lacking this connection within ourselves, but sometimes there's this stereotype that moms aren't necessarily sexy or this, you know, I mean, how many times have you heard, oh, you have kids now? Yeah, you're, that sex is out the window. Like that's not going to happen. Or, you know, they, they have these numbers, you know, oh, seven year itch in your marriage mm. or whatever mm. it is. That all of these things can sort of like affect the way that you look at yourself the way that you look at your partner like how that romantic relationship is and like you know how how can we break down these barriers like do you have any sort of like words of advice or just thoughts on how we can sort of like shift those stereotypes aside or even just try and like cultivate a space for you and then maybe you and your partner to like reintroduce some of this thing like some of it back into your life totally it's like because you're a mother now you should be wearing track suits you've got a mum's bod and it's time to drop the kids off at school and sexual desires are out the window like apparently that's what happens when you're a mum and I just think screw that like we're now in a time yeah we're now in a time where we can we have voices to be able to do this we have the chance to have a conversation with another woman that like hey you're feeling like this and you can kind of joke around that yeah we're not going to be those mothers we're going to be these kind of mothers whereas back in the day that was like never heard of before so I feel really privileged that we can be in these times where we're not destined to track suits and and mum bods so Mm -hmm. my advice oh did you want to go 
Oh, no, I was just going to say as well, like, <laughs> if anybody is is listening that is, like, totally comfortable and loving their, you know, tracksuits, like, this is not, Definitely. this is, you know, this is not, not shaming in any way. It's just loving women in all shapes and sizes. But I just knew that this was missing. And so I just wanted to just put that in there just for one second. And, but, <laughs> yes, keep good Sally forth. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So... My first thing is to show up for yourself. So what does that mean for you? And and showing up in a way that's like, yeah, I am going to do this practice and like I'm going to ask my partner, if you have the, you know, a partner to share this with that you can say, Hey, can I take fifteen minutes? I'm just going to wear my um you don't even need to explain it. I would just say can you take baby for 15 minutes? I'm just going to pop into our room and, and just like connect with myself for a minute. Close the doors, light a candle and do something that makes you feel like you've shown up for yourself. Even if it's, even if it's just that breast massage practice that you hadn't got to for five days in a row and, and you decide, right, I'm, I'm here for you. What, do you. what do you need right now? What do you need in this moment? Um, so that's really important and it takes discipline to do that. The other thing that kind of comes to mind is the idea of embracing the erotic mother within you and not for your partner, but for yourself, embracing her in the essence of what would she look like and what would she feel like for you? Because everyone has their own unique flavor of the erotic mother how the erotic mother could be in tracksuits and that's erotic like my dance teacher stripped off in front of us in a tracksuit and that was erotic so I just want to say that the erotic mother can be anything and it's it's what your essence feels for you and tools of embracing her could be that you wear a sexy piece of lingerie once a week and no one even needs to know about it. If you're not happy sharing the erotic mother with your partner yet, then put that nice little knicker set on for yourself or, or take a bath and, and massage your body in oils or, you know, doing something that embraces the erotic flavor within you. I love the, that, that you said erotic mother. I mean, mm-hmm. what a beautiful two pieces of words to just like string together. That's such a wonderful thing because yes, she can be erotic and yes, she can be a mother and that can be and look and feel any way that you want that to be, you know? So I'm the other question I have is like, even for myself, self-intimacy has always felt not, it hasn't come as easily to me in just like literally throughout my life. Mm. So like for other women, moms out there who may feel a little bit timid when it comes to self-intimacy, like what are the things that, that you, that we could do to like create a space of acceptance or just like to try something new and like not be afraid to do it or I'm yeah what do you what are any thoughts about that Mm, totally I think for me the first thing is when I speak to women about this who have never spoken to anyone about it and they've come to me kind of hushing behind their hands about what should I do if I've never touched my vulva before and I'm like thank you for talking to me about this and what I usually say is what conditioning do you have behind the idea of touching yourself or creating that intimate relationship with yourself? And it really starts with, you know, the the stories behind it. If you feel shame or disgust or fear or anything around it, you won't necessarily be able to dive into relaxation, deep sensuality, um, yeah, all those those things. So checking that conditioning, checking your stories around it, and then just exploring your body. So breast massage is a great way if you can turn that into a central practice as well. And 
I think it's a beautiful way of rather than just going straight to your genitals and like, oh God, what? Okay, I don't know what I'm doing here. What? What's happening? It's like actually, I'm just going to start with my breasts and I'm just going to hold you and I'm going to tune into the erotic mother or into like the pleasure queen or like you know who do you want to tune into, and then just exploring your body exploring your body in the sense that it's the first time you've been to this landscape and you're slowly exploring her and maybe some parts don't feel great and you move on from that part of the landscape and you move to another place that's like oh this could feel nice I'm going to linger here and just see what that's like so rather than I should be having this kind of orgasm I should be feeling so much pleasure because I'm touching my body I should be I should be I should be scratch that and look at it through the lens of I wonder what I'm going to find here yes I definitely don't do that enough Mm. even now I mean yeah before it just always felt like I don't know exactly what it was, but I would, it wasn't even just like self-pleasure was not something that I did very much. I could Mm. never really get in sync with myself in that way. But weirdly enough, through doing this research and like just realizing that there is an erotic mother, I feel different about it. You know, I mean, I still haven't felt that comfortable yet to like go into that space on my Mm -hmm. own. Um, So I know I after speaking to you, I already feel inspired to do that. Mm. But yeah, it's just amazing the different emotions and thoughts that you put behind certain things. So even though I'm doing this and I'm like, yeah, pro female sex there is a part of me that's very timid about it and very like a little bit a little bit scared I would say Mm, I'm being honest exactly (laughs) and that's so natural and you know for women who do feel scared to explore this starting so slow and and just being with yourself and tuning in like it could be months until you even decide to hold your breath uh, hold your breasts and it's about just loving your new body again or it's I remember when I bought my first jade egg I'm not sure if you've heard of jade eggs but like this really helped me tune into um, self-exploration and self-pleasure Um, And for those who don't know what a jade egg is, it's a crystal-shaped, egg-shaped egg. So it's in the shape of an egg. Um, And I use jade nephrite because it's quite a potent um, crystal. And you insert it into your vulva, into your vagina. And it's to help with pelvic floor um, strengthening. It's to help with sensation and For me, it was actually just awareness and getting to know the inside of my vulva and what that feels like and how to connect to that rather than relying on something or someone else. So for me, that was a huge opening to creating a relationship to my central uh, sexual self. I had never heard about that before until I obviously started doing all of this stuff. What are they called? Is it a, a noni egg or a yoni egg? Just, yeah, yoni. exactly. Is that what it is or mm-hmm. not? A yeah. yoni egg, yeah. Okay, so a yoni egg for those who are listening, I need to get my hands on one as well because there's also a whole world of, um, you know, pelvic floor, whether your pelvic floor is overused or it's, um, needs tightening the yoni egg is a really great way to as you said just bring awareness to that area and just help you connect to it even like just on a purely physical level Mm, definitely yeah I mean there's so much work that you can do on connecting to yourself but I really feel uh, through you know Instagram and, and lots of other little platforms that there is pressure to be this like crazy multi-orgasmic woman all the time and for some people that's like a whole different world and it, it can put a lot of women off even wanting to explore um, self-pleasure so I think 
yeah, starting with something like a jade egg, if you're feeling like you want to understand a bit of genital work, then yeah, but for me, it's it's the breasts and yeah, slow work. And then what about just like, you know, I think before, I think just made a, such a nice point of, you know, it may take even months before you want to touch your breast or before you mm-hmm. want to get back into the actual act of sex with your partner but really it's just about reconnecting you know the woman back to herself first and just taking a moment to step aside from the identity of a mother and just like coming back and you know self-care and self-love and all of these things that are so important to just like making that jump so what would you say are some really healing you know self-care practices that Mm -hmm. are maybe beyond the um, sexual or intimate level that we could do to just like really forge that relationship with ourselves again I think a big part of it is tuning into what you need in that moment I absolutely love self-care practices and I think they are absolutely key and for me I always fall back on the really simple practices like meditation and connecting to my womb space and like listening to what messages come from there when I place my hands on my belly Um, or it's just going for a walk in nature and connecting with space and connecting with nature with mother herself Um, yeah I think and if I go into it deeper if I have more time then um, full body massage and appreciating like my little bumps and dimples and stretch marks and the new like little soft bits on me and stuff I think that's really empowering self-care practices Um, especially being a new mother it's like if you have stretch marks or other little parts of you that have changed it's like massaging that body in a such a nourishing way that you're so grateful for what it's done for you and again you you empower this relationship with yourself because the more energy you give this inner mother the more life you give her the less energy you give something the less it kind of withers away and dies, right? So if you keep giving this mother within you just little bits of energy, little bits of care, little bits of light, she's going to start to flourish and really beam in her new mother, um, new mother, what am I trying to say? In her new role as a mother. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it could be something so simple because I I mean, time is is different these days with a a little wee one <laughs> so, <laughs> so sometimes even just find a moment to to like honor yourself is hard what what I've been doing is even some days where I'm just exhausted and I don't have any time I'll try and just give myself the length of one song and I'll just like pick a song that is relating to my mood or like how I'm feeling and I will just like listen to it from beginning to end but in a space where I feel safe like whether it is that I light a candle or just go and sit outside on the patio but like sometimes like three minutes and 47 seconds or whatever the length of that song is is enough for me to just feel like okay okay and like Mm. I can just breathe of relief Mm, totally oh yes I love that yeah so I mean for those who are listening that maybe don't always have the amount of time that you hope to or like nervous by this conversation thinking oh my gosh I'm never going to be able to connect back to to myself in that way I'm doing it and I maybe it's not going as quick as I had initially thought but I feel so like such a deeper sense of connection with myself already just from taking time like very care careful and like catered time to do these things even if it is for a really short space I Mm, suppose totally and it's the intention right it's like you're gifting yourself this three minutes 30 and like that's that's enough 
it's that it's perfect you're so cool (laughs) (laughs) and you're so soothing and just like the things that you're saying it just gives me such comfort to sort of like just go forth in this new space and like I know like no comfort that I know that I'm going to get back and actually not even get back I think I'm going to be in a in a better place like in a stronger place because I don't really think that my relationship with sex before I had my baby was like the most real that it could have been you know I think Mm -hmm. I had a lot of inner insecurities that I feel are healing throughout this process and even the way that I viewed sex was probably a little bit more like what you see in the movies versus Mm. what it is in real life as well so I think that's that's where so many people create this idea what sex should be right and it's like I'm I just love to be like oh I'll just like to let you know like they had two days to shoot that sex scene and they tried like a hundred billion times to get that position right and it's always the man on top and the woman and it's like you know that that was curated and remember pornography like there's a fluffer on the side and that he's on drugs and that you know it's like we have this idea of Hollywood romance or of what the um, pornography industry has taught us that sex is so I love being the little thing to like fly my flag and be like over here I've got some real talk (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that real talk needs to happen Mm. you know so I'm on a whole new journey myself in in the best possible way so and you're part of that so thank you so much for just like even just opening this world up a little bit more to me yes so welcome um and I know you maybe have some tips a few tips for all my ladies Mm, yeah so I yeah and take this with a with a grain of salt as well right like I everyone has their own flavors everyone has their own essence everyone has their own way of doing things so these are just my little um sprinklings of glitter that could maybe open your awareness to a different world or maybe a few flavors in your current world so speaking of flavors um the my first tip is actually learning what ingredients or tools you need to feed to your intimate self by yourself so we spoke about the jade egg and pelvic floor exercises or breast massage and I briefly mentioned a little bit of lingerie but learning what ingredients you need to conjure this recipe of intimate self or the the erotic mother whatever character um, you want to bring into it or even the calm, relaxed mother, what ingredients does she need to be in that space? Yeah, and just remembering that it it all starts with you. Any external things of pulling to try and make you feel or be a certain someone isn't going to give you the deep enough experience as you tuning into yourself and listening to that voice within that really is where the magic and the potency happens my second one is communication so communication is is key so giving your partner thoughts of how he or she can support you um and like I'm speaking just for men here, but they don't think the way women do. And, you know, there's, I'm sure there's reason behind that, which I don't really know, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's giving them food for thought and saying, Hey, I, I'm starting this journey of reconnecting back to myself. Your support would be amazing. And it could look like this. Um, I would love it if we had a moment of intimacy when we get the chance and I'd love you to massage my breasts. It's this new thing I've been doing. Um, Maybe we have a bit of a giggle or something, but it's starting this journey of your partner being involved in some way. 
again, it does start with you, but you have a partner as well. So giving them, um, yeah, some, some room to be involved in your journey is really important. Yeah. And I just want to also say like, um, just shout out to my partner because he's just been so wonderful and supportive throughout this. And I think in the beginning of, you know, figuring out the way we were going to be intimate again, it was more pressure that I was putting on myself versus him. And I think that's a bit of a unique thing too, just realizing that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be sexual in a certain way. So um, just maybe like check in um, with how you're feeling or maybe the internal dialogue or thoughts that are going on in in your head when it comes to that kind of stuff because it was all self-inflicted for me because he wasn't pressuring me and he was in no rush. I just felt like I was on this time limit of having to get back into it and then you know being a bit disappointed or feeling like I was letting him down when I wasn't ready like my body was not ready my emotions were not ready and um, yeah so communication is key and what has come out of this is this understanding between the two of us because I think our relationship was taking a bit of a toll I think we were sort of you know is there something wrong with our relationship? Like, are we ever going to get back there? Like what's happening? And now just like from the research that I'm doing, just realizing that all of these feelings that I'm having are 100% validated. And there are other women out there who are feeling the exact same way. Also just remove that pressure from myself and remove that pressure from him. And we're actually in a way more connected place than I think we would have been if we were having sex all the time. So Mm. that's been really beautiful for us as well. So beautiful. Men are incredible. And, uh, you know, pressures that women face all the time, not only as a mother, just in general, um, to be a certain way, look a certain way, act a certain way. So it's it's natural that you totally would have felt that pressure. It's like, okay, I've had a baby, like let's go back to who we were. But like what I really think what came up for me then, it's like who are we now as parents and like what love life or, or sexual life do we want to have now as parents like that was back then and like you say it's a stronger bond there's so much understanding there's so much like space for communication and this idea of who are we as parents now we're a deeper couple and like this yeah this journey starts unraveling for you as new parents it's beautiful 100 (laughs) percent So then that kind of ripples down into my third tip, which is go slow, but do go even if it is slow. So keep moving forward, keep the motivation when you can, when you have the energy to keep exploring that part of you going slow with yourself, but also going slow with your partner and if it is sex for the first time, really tuning in, is this what I want? And communicating with your partner, I'm feeling um, I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling a little bit embarrassed of what you'd think of, you know, my new yoni or, or I'm thinking this and this and having that kind of language of your partner knowing where you're at. So instead of you thinking that okay here we go rock and roll I'm back to old me Um, it's like okay I'm gonna hold her in this space where I actually I just want to take my time a bit more with her and like yeah nervous for having sex like have lube with you or have like coconut oil and things that allow the um the kind of journey of you know being making love again after a baby having it um, yeah, as, as nourishing as possible, I think is the word I'm trying to look for because, yeah, I've spoken to girlfriends as well and it, 
it can hurt and if it hurts then just like yeah pulling back or if you're not wet enough then using lube and if that still doesn't feel right then just like yeah softening into the situation and going really slow and if it means it takes 10 months before you are having um, you know penetrative sex then that's perfect that's absolutely perfect for the journey that you're on you're not meant to be you know back to doing acrobatics between the sheets a month later like it's just yeah knowing your journey and going slow but but do move in some direction the fourth tip is tending to your garden a garden needs nourishment it needs to be fed and it needs to be spoken to it needs sunshine it needs water it needs all these things to grow so I think tending to your inner world your inner garden your inner mother um, whatever you call her tending to her and and connecting with her on on a communication level so there's communication with your partner but also tending to your inner sanctuary and gifting her what she needs. Um, And that could be a nice tea. It could be as simple as a, a shower. You know, it's like, what do I need in these moments for me to keep growing my garden inside um so it could be simple shower tea or it could be today I need to wear some lingerie because I'm feeling a little bit sticky or yuck or tired or fatigued whatever it is and actually I just I just want to feel a little bit sassy even if it has to you know even if these knickers are coming off at lunchtime because I've got to do blah 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 whatever it is it's still this intention of tending to her in there because she wants to be seen yeah definitely need to to tend to the garden right and just do those little things like one um thing that I do that gives me such pleasure is um every day I have a chocolate chip cookie and that's like my guilty pleasure but it gives me such joy I don't know where this is only this came postpartum I never used to give a shit but somehow a chocolate chip cookie has entered my life and it has never left (laughs) I love that and it's and it's so it's so good to have and it's like embracing that as well. It's like, damn straight I have a chocolate chip cookie every single day because that brings you so much joy and, man, it makes me feel like a woman. Or, you know, <laughs> like owning and embracing that. I love it. My last and final tip, which I think is so important, and this is why I'm so grateful that um, you are doing this podcast and it is speaking with your woman so often I see it at workshops where women leave saying, I'm so glad I'm not the only one, or I'm so happy that I heard that woman say that because it made me realize I felt the same. And it's creating this sisterhood, this motherhood, this womanhood community between all of us. So so important to talk to the woman around you and allow yourself to be vulnerable and be seen because some of the most beautiful conversations I've ever had have been from either myself or a woman opening up and saying hey I'm not feeling normal like I can't connect to my body every time Um, I'm with my partner or I can't connect can't look at myself in the mirror and it's like I've been there. I felt that too. And this is how I managed it. So I think that conversation between women is my absolute fifth final tip. Thank you so, so much. I couldn't agree with you more because that fifth and final tip is what got us to even having this conversation today. You know, I just... 
And what's amazing too is I've reached out to a number of women to be a part of this um, podcast, whether they are moms or they're not. And it's just been such an overwhelming sense of, yes, I would love to be a part of it. And it's just this like sisterhood that is there. And maybe it hasn't been 100% like unleashed or unlocked, but it's there. And it's just like waiting to be to be seen and heard and it just has given me such love and such joy to just know that you know throughout the entire world I have a myriad of different women who I've never even met I've never met you but I'm Mm. connected to you now and we're sharing this space and we're talking about shit that matters and letting people know that they're not alone and they have partners and sisters throughout the world on social media on a podcast like Mm. in your neighborhood just like ready and there for you to give you company and support in times when you just you just need it and you want to talk about it and there's stuff that you aren't sure you want to talk about but yeah talk about it anyway and like get Mm. open get raw get honest you know totally and even before this podcast I'm I'm not a mother so I tuned into my sisterhood and I said, hey, ladies, like for the mothers out there, can we connect? I'd like to ask you a few questions so I can really understand the journey of motherhood. And my gosh, it was beautiful to feel the vulnerability of, of some of these women that I've, I never knew that they had gone through that. Even though we are close, like as women, we keep things to ourselves because it's like, oh, I can't let that. Like I am a great mother. I'm, I'm doing everything perfectly. But just hearing these stories, I actually got teary-eyed when one of my friends shared a story and I just said, thank you so much for letting me see you and for being vulnerable. So potency, I tell you. (laughs) Well, thank you so, so much for your time and just like being open to sharing your knowledge base with us and just offering that support like I can feel it all the way from New Zealand (laughs) Um, I can feel your support and I just am so so grateful for you and the work that you do and just the fact that this is your passion Um, so honestly like from the bottom of my heart thank you for being on this podcast doing this episode with me and um, yeah like please let Um, my listeners know you know where they can find you and perhaps like join in some of your workshops um yeah I just any yeah anything that you'd like to share um please do yeah absolutely so um I mainly roll off of Instagram so my Instagram is at Melissa Ranges which is m-e-l-i-s-s-a last name v-r-a-n-j-e-s and yeah most of all of my content is on there I share stories I share my online courses my online workshops my yoga classes everything is on there so you can find me there amazing well um yeah I think I think we have a really juicy episode here um so just all the love in the world and thank you so much for being a part of this journey with meet me downstairs thank you so much i wish you the best that's a wrap on this week's episode thank you so much for joining us and i can't wait to continue to bring these wonderful stories to your life meet me downstairs will always be a platform that supports and honors moms in whatever shape or form that they are in so we can't wait to just continue this wonderful epic journey together All the best and we will chat with you on the next episode.